Welcome to Question Time with the LGBT Plus Staff Network. The network at Buckinghamshire Council has recorded a number of short podcasts for Pride Month. We ask colleagues to send in their questions, and in today's podcast we will be answering How did you celebrate your first Pride? So I was 16, went with a couple of friends, and we ended up so we went up really early um on the train just like you know all systems go really bright colorful clothes etc etc and felt really out of place all the way until we got to baker street um and then we got to baker street got off the train and we were like, oh okay we're home that everyone's here there's so many colors so many feathers and so much glitter that i'd like you know it was crazy um and so there was yeah three of us and we ended up accidentally well kind of accidentally on purpose becoming part of the parade so we were crossing a road and this steward kind of pushed us to one side a little bit and then we realized that there was a barrier so we can actually finish the crossing of the road and yeah so then we ended up walking probably the second half of the parade just joined into this really great band group and they were like yeah welcome join in like you know be part of our team I was like okay great so and my two friends who were who are allies they were very much like uh what do we do and I was like just enjoy it just have a great time so yeah and we did and it was amazing and I think it was the first so that great experience was what made me go back every single year and try different prides and go to because each kind of city does it differently i mean i don't know if you guys would agree but you know it's quite so you go from london pride which is quite sort of big and feels kind of formal even though there's millions of people to somewhere like brighton where it's a little bit more open and a bit more you know um yeah and then manchester which is just again a completely different experience so yeah and I think so yeah it made us go every year and then this year obviously will be slightly different but hopefully still great. So mine was quite tame I went with my sister who was an ally because I didn't have any LGBT friends um, which is a bit sad but I now have a bigger group of people that I can go with so I would like to go to Wickham, <laughs> London, Birmingham and Glasgow this year just really hitting all the prizes. Um, <laughs> I'm lucky that the weekends are spread out. If you want any advice on Birmingham, that's my pride. That's the only one I've been to actually is Birmingham Pride. That was my first pride experience, 2007. It's changed completely now. But back then it was very open and um, saw Bucks, Fizz and Sonia perform live. So, <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah, it was good. It was good. And, and Gabrielle as well. But, um, but it's all, all changed now. So they get people like um who is it i don't know years and years and people now performing but back then it was all very small much smaller <laughs> yeah it's very big i went um two years ago and it was massive i think i only spent like four or five hours there because i was busy but the the i went to the drag tent which was very fun um full of people lots of great acts and then lots of drag acts walking around sort of in the audience and things so that was really um, an interesting experience they um they have a thing in birmingham or they used to have a thing where they do drag hour where the drag artists take over from the bouncers and they actually police everyone <laughs> going in and out of the bars and the pubs that's amazing and uh, they humiliate everyone that goes in everyone that goes out it's yeah it's good fun <laughs> I actually went as an as an ally a couple of years ago with a friend of mine. So I used to I used to live in Suffolk in a really rural area and a 
friend from high school which makes me feel very old now contacted me because she was she'd seen that I'd posted that I was going to be going to London Pride with a friend of mine and she didn't have anyone to go with um and she hadn't come out to anyone yet so she wanted to come along and sort of I think she turned it to me she was like I can always pretend to just be an ally and I was like that's absolutely fine but <laughs> I ended up I introduced her to her, some friends of mine um from London and I think I pretty much lost her within like three hours and she she, she messaged me she was having a great time and I was like cool you do you and she made some friend really good friends and yeah they're still friends now so it was a really good event. How do people feel about the fact that um things like Pride are sort of ticketed events now do you do you find that paying paying to kind of attend is like a good thing or do you think that you would actually prefer it how it used used to sort of be? I think for me one of the things that because I kind of look at it from a balanced point of view yeah I don't want to go and pay to do the pride piece but I think that if we do contribute then it gets bigger it gets more acknowledgement it gets to a bigger audience and there's more there's more to it that attracts people to come if that makes sense so people that might not have come before because they might just come to see like their favorite band or whatever you know because they're playing a gig and it's fairly cheap compared to what it might normally be so they might come and then just get absorbed into the rest of it and start understanding more and I think so there's a kind of balance to it but I can yeah. see why people don't want to pay for a ticket in event. We're losing the community. I know when I I used to go back 10, 20 years ago, there used to be a real community at Prides. And I feel like if it becomes more commercialised, we're losing that. Um, so especially for those people that are just coming into the community and coming out, it's so important to have that that sense of community. I guess people are also put off by the bigger it gets, the, the more crowded it gets. And then... <laughs> things like getting there it becomes all difficult because the trains are packed and you just kind of get to a point just like do I really can I be bothered yeah I, I when it becomes so big it sort of loses its like original appeal doesn't it yeah yeah I went down to I would just to hang out in Soho to London I think probably three years ago and it did it was I've been a couple of times and it was so packed in Soho it was almost impossible to walk anywhere so yeah. I mean it's lovely that so many people were supporting it um but it just becomes a sort of a, a an event for everyone which is great but there's just no space to do anything or get anywhere so it's quite frustrating really but um yeah and i suppose you're right it kind of loses the focus of what it's, uh-huh. you know and yeah that's i suppose as long as that message comes through because that's really important that you know that's the whole reason we have this you know month of celebrations and all the different pride events throughout the year is you know there is a there's quite a meaningful cause at the at the center of it that yeah can can be lost <laughs> thing and actually after you just said that I realized that the last time I went I felt a bit like that that yeah. actually it was just a big party you know, that, yeah I actually we, I actually heard one group um, giving homophobic abuse to someone which is just just goes to show that you know why are you there it's just mm-hmm. it's an event because it's an event and you know the, that's that does become a bit meaningless when yeah. it gets to that level yeah. And I guess no, if it, the bigger and bigger it gets, the harder it becomes to keep, you know, venues safe, open areas, space. And, and, you know, how do you police things like that as well? And you want to be able to go to Pride feeling like actually you're going to a safe place, like you are in the community and you're not going to be judged for, for being who you are when you're there. That's yeah. one of the advantages of it being ticketed. 
I guess, yeah. because then you're going to know yeah. exactly who's in there and it can be policed a lot better and you can manage the numbers, um, especially with COVID and everything. It makes it a lot more organised, whereas before it was a bit of a free for all. You could enter and and then leave and then come back in about four hours time. And yeah, it's, it's, I suppose it is a bit better with it being ticketed. That's one of the advantages. I think you have to, yeah, you'd have to be really committed to homophobia or transphobia to pay a <laughs> I think it's sixty pound or something now. Some of them, it's a lot of money. Yeah, that is. At least you know the people who are there actually want to be there mm. and want to enjoy themselves and have a good time and be with their friends and stuff. So yeah, mm. no, there are definitely some benefits. Mm.